know we finally here, right? Well, we... It's Friday then, it's Saturday, Sunday. It's Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. That's right. I'm Jessica Smith. This is the Game of Love on Mile High Sports Radio. And speaking of Mile High, new edition, the football edition, is coming out next week, right? Right, Danny? I'm not a magazine staffer, so I don't really know. You I don't, just do the radio. You just do the radio? You're- and they don't tell me the, those kind of things. Okay. You'd think they would want me to push it, but yeah, they didn't tell me anything about it. Okay, well, I'm telling you guys I'm about sure you're it. Right, I'm you telling you guys about it. it. The new football edition is going to be out next week, and you'll find my new column, which uh, Doug, the editor, he said it was quite clever. He got a good laugh at it. It's actually called How to Play the Field While Playing for Keeps. And you want to know what's so clever about it, Danny? Is I use all football analogies for it. So speaking our language, I that's am. the way to make it you easy know, for us. I'm yep. trying. I'm trying. And and I, I think that's why you guys love me here because I'm able to bring all of my my love and dating talk and I mix it with sports and it's tantalizing for all the guys listening and reading. So um I'm really excited. I have a special guest in here tonight. And uh he is a travel expert and the co-founder of Steamo. Jordan Kahana. Jordan, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. So happy to be here. It's great having you here. Um, We had a beautiful meeting because our mutual friend, Alex Weber, Mm -hmm. he introduced us. And um, I met you after Alex was on the show. We went out that night and you are new to Colorado. So welcome. Thank you. Yeah, it's been great. It's great having you here. So um, how, how is Colorado treating you so far? It's different. It, it definitely was a, an adjustment. I was coming from LA. I was there for nine years and living on the beach and taking advantage of that was really, really nice. And so definitely the first like few weeks of being in Colorado, it was almost like a kid in Disneyland where I would drive and see the mountainscapes and all this different stuff where I'm like, whoa, check that out. Whoa. Because you don't really drive through that in LA, but it's always very calming to see the ocean when, when you do. And so being in Colorado and, and connecting with all these people, but mostly like just being in this greenery and the mountains was it, it was something I was definitely looking for. Well, it's great to have you here and your vibe fits Colorado. So I feel like you're just locked in and like you're, you're perfect for Colorado. So thank you for being here. And I'm glad that uh, our beautiful state is working for you so far. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, you're a travel expert. Mm-hmm. Is your passport like just gorgeous with all these beautiful stamps and everything it was filled to the brim it was initially but um so where i've been traveling a lot more has been more like domestic and through like north america Uh, a lot of my travel has been with my two dogs and so i do a lot of road trip planning and going up to like canada and and checking out a lot of national parks and so i'm that person and that friend and i take the most pride when someone's planning a road trip and they reach out to me being like hey i want to go check out this like what should I do? Or this is my route. Any other recommendations? And that's so rewarding to me of them reaching out to me and, and, and being that person that they they like rely on there. That is cool because everybody, you know, when they're traveling, they're looking to have that experience. Mm-hmm. And so to be that person, to be able to cultivate a really exciting, beautiful experience for someone. Uh, It's cool to give that kind of advice. Be like, you go to this place and then you go here and then you order this. It's, it's fun. Yeah. I'm always really excited for them and like want, like it's almost an envious thing of I'm, I'm constantly traveling, but like to, to help someone have that experience and being a part of that. And then to hear or see their photos through it or them coming back and hearing how much fun they had and, and to be like, Oh, because you recommended this, it was like so worth it. And, and just kind of being like, you know, you can probably skip that view, but like go this route, take this detour to check yep. that out is, is always awesome. That is okay. So, uh, give me like your top three domestic favorite locations. Uh, I'd say the grand Tetons is definitely up there. Um, I will always detour to, uh, when I'm in like Arizona going up to Utah to see monument Valley. Um, just that viewpoint is awesome oh. and, and so great. Um, and my third, it's probably a mix in California between Yosemite or Joshua tree. Um, like just being in the desert for Joshua tree, I really like, but Yosemite as the national park is stupid, beautiful. Mm, 
I love them. Love them, love them. I've been to two of the three, and, and I can testify that they are beautiful locations. Which one are you missing out on? Uh, Grand Tetons. Okay. But actually, my family's there right now. So it's funny that you said that. I'm like, oh, I Such like- Such a vibe there. You got you to gotta check it out. Uh, love it. I love uh, I love making the drive from Colorado to Arizona and going through Utah. Spectacular. It's like the landscape changes about every 20 minutes. Yes. It's, it's, it's wild. And, you know- Everybody in Colorado listening right now is like, yep, yep, that's why we live but, here. <laughs> but then you go east and it is my least favorite. So I'm oh. from Chicago originally and the Denver Shut the front door. Yeah, the Denver to Chicago drive is something that is so daunting of a challenge for me that I've done so many times <laughs> and there's nothing to stop and see or do anything along those lines. Sorry, Nebraska. It's, Sorry, Nebraska. It's grim, yeah. <laughs> it's so grim. I'm from Illinois originally. Oh, nice. So, uh, yeah, I, I just made that drive uh-huh. a month ago. Same. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I I feel like I, I zone out for the hours going through Nebraska. It's mm-hmm. like I just shut my brain off and... Just got to power through it power as best through, as you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Monster it up and... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Leave early and just like the next thing you know, you're like, okay, let's just do it in a day then. So, yeah. Well, I love that you're from Chicago. So, um, let's talk about sports for just a second. Please. Are you a sports fan? Uh, I, I was a huge obsessed sports fan. So my career started actually working at ESPN in Connecticut. Nice. Um, so I was doing like, you know, cutting highlights for sports center and working on sports nation first take during like the Tim Tebow stuff. Like I was there probably like pinnacle peak ESPN time to be there. Uh, and so, yeah, that, that was like so cool. Love sports. And over time I just kind of got a little jaded by it and ended up getting a job to run social media for the NFL on LA. That's what got me over there. And so, um, I'm like, I'm, I am a sports fan and now that I'm not working in it, it is nice to pull myself away and be, and watch the games that I want to when I want to, because there was so many, so much time of like holidays or just running channels of, of social media or just like working in sports where it's like, cool, watch this Monday night giants Bengals game, be there an hour before an hour after it ends up being a 35 to three game, you know, by the second quarter. And I'm just like, I have to sit through like it just right. like really sucked away my soul a little bit and lost that fandom and now I, I I'm still in the know of what's happening with sports very much like Chicago everything like ride or die with that no matter yep. where I move Thank to you. um <laughs> so like that has not changed whatsoever but I kind of pick and choose when and how I want to watch sports which has been really nice well I love that you were you were in the business mm-hmm. and you got to experience that and now you're you're back in in the the fan world and you can enjoy it again and and I love mm-hmm. that you're a Chicago sports fan um I bet there's a lot of people listening right now that uh you know there's a lot of Chicago fans there's a lot of Chicago and we travel well yeah we yeah. do and and we love our Denver we love uh, our Colorado I so know, yeah it's it's always fun um the Cubs fans got to be hurting today the, too. The, the Cubs fans, <laughs> the you know the Bears fans. It's it's always cool when Chicago comes to town, and you go to a game. Like the the first game I went to when I moved to Colorado mm-hmm. was the Bears Broncos game, and there were more Bears fans than Bronco fans. Love that. And it's just you know it's cool. And <laughs> I don't know about you, but now I you know living here, I've been here eleven years. Mm-hmm that I love them both. So people are always like, well, who's your team? And I'm like, the Broncos and the Bears. I'm just, I'm a little out of touch with Chicago sports right now, I will say. Yeah, I mean, you definitely would want the city that you're living in, the team to be successful for the energy and the experience yes. to like have that. But I guess like, it, it, okay, so the the Bears and the Broncos are going head to head in the Super Bowl. Who are you Who are you rooting for though, ultimately? Oh, uh, Wait, this is actually concerning that you, you're even like pausing on that. Well, this is why I'm pausing because I have friends and clients that are Broncos, Uh-oh. and so I have a I have a personal investment into these players. And it's all about the money. Okay, smart. And and I have like with the, with the Nuggets, like I have I have friends that are on the on the team, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna bring them in soon. Nice. And uh, so it's it's like I'm a ride or die Chicago fan. Yet being here when I, you know, I'm like hanging out with these dudes. Mm-hmm. I know like, I know what's happening in their personal <laughs> lives. You know, I'm like, I'm in their lives. And so that makes it, I can't cheer against them. Okay. You know? Uh, my, my transition of, of moving to Colorado and, and um, being like 
Broncos being a secondary team for me is a bit easier because I went to Mizzou and so did Drew Locke. So like there's a little connection there for me to support, to see him be successful and and do that. But for me, that, that answer is the Bears without a doubt. I could tell. I could see it in your face. You were very disappointed in me. And <laughs> Just a little. Well, that's okay. We, you know, I, I got to support my people. So, Fair enough. Uh, I, I love hearing about your background and that you are in the sports industry. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. And travel. I mean, my goodness, like life is good. Life is good for you, huh? It, it's, I, I'm trying to make the best that it can be. I know as like cliche as that might sound like, Working at ESPN was a dream job for me. And so to accomplish that is so humbling and an amazing experience and to get to do that. And um, every day just kind of realizing and remembering, you know, younger versions of myself wanting the things that I'm doing now and and to be able to just like acknowledge that is what makes it be like you, you can enjoy it that much more each step along the way. I love that, that you've had those moments that you could pause and you're like, wow, you know, back when I was... 16 years old thinking I want to work for ESPN. I want to do this. I want to travel and to have those moments that you stop and appreciate your journey and all the, the work and the hustle and the grind and to be able to enjoy it and, and thank your past self for working so darn hard. And yeah, it's when the imposter syndrome really kicks in or when you're like, just kind of feeling like you're in a bit of a rut and just to remind yourself of that is where it really like should kick in and and, and be, like used to in your head to make yourself feel good and, and push beyond that. Yes. Well, I, I love hearing about your backgrounds. Um, I, we can always talk about travel because uh-huh. I, I love to travel. My, my passport is, is full and will continue to be uh, stamped very soon. Um, I also, I want to talk about your love life. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh, we are going to take a little break and we come back. I want to, I want to, I want all the juicy details, Jordan. Okay, bet. Okay, great. All right, we'll be right back. I'm Jessica Smith. This is Mile High Sports. I had a premonition that we fell into a rhythm where the music don't stop for Glitter in the sky, glitter in my eyes, shining just the way It's the game of love with Jessica Smith. That's right. I'm Jessica Smith. This is the Game of Love, and I am so happy to be here. It's a beautiful Colorado night, and I have the wonderful Jordan Kahana here. Jordan, thank you for being here. Let's keep it going. All right, let's get into it. I want all the nitty gritty details of your love life. Um, yikes. I, I, t- I love, like, did you just wipe sweat off it, your brow? A little bit. It, I was making a joke. I was talking to a girl that I had dated in LA for a minute and told her that I was coming on this podcast. And so to like kind of deflect a little bit, I was just like, I'm just going to tell everyone what not to do and how to ruin relationships more so than like the positive sides or let's do it. Let's do it. It's kind of like, um, how to lose a guy in nine days. With- 10 days. Oh, it's is it 10 days. It's 10 days. Shoot. Yeah. Um, who is that? Um, Matthew McConaughey and oh, Kate Hudson. You got to you. know your rom-coms. Gosh, that's an important I- part of dating too. Like that's <laughs> connection points. No, no, you're rom-coms. I'm serious. Obviously I don't. (laughs) I'm more of a classic romance girl. Okay. Yeah. What are those movies for you? Um, well, one of my favorite movies, well, I mean, I guess it could cross over to rom-com, but love actually. That's a, yeah. I think that falls in rom-com. Yes. Okay. Uh Um, gone with the wind is one of my all time favorite movies. Really? Okay. Have you seen it? I've never seen it. you know, um, gone, gone with the wind. That's not Barbara Streisand, right? No, it is. Um, that's gone. No, I was going to say gone girl. And that is just a completely different genre of movie. Yeah. Gone with the wind is it's an old, I think it was like, I think it's like 500 years old. Yeah. Rhett Butler and, and Scarlet. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a great one. Anyway, let's talk about your love life. (laughs) So, um, how, how is dating in Colorado thus far? Um, it's been interesting. So, um, my roommate and I, so Alex and I had discussed about coming into, um, Colorado, like not so hot, if that makes sense of, so we deleted our dating apps coming in of just like, let's try to just like connect, get settled, figure it out and not try to bring any outside stuff. So it was kind of like slow, uh, in terms of like dating and, I was the first one to crack and I re-downloaded the apps and Ooh, all uh, of them. Uh, I, I'm j- 
it's just Bumble and Hinge, and okay. I actually um, removed my location for both this morning. Um, oh. Funny enough, just because like it's such a big distraction, and it is such a addiction of both time and just like dopamine of like, ooh, this cute girl thinks I'm cute, and like, but it becomes very formulaic over time of just like yep. I have certain openers, I like you know whatever it is, get them off the app to talk to them, and just like keep it going. And so, can I get one of your openers real quick? Oh man, you want me to like, this is like breaking the fourth wall, like <laughs> Wizard of Oz showing itself. So I kind of have one main go-to. Okay. Um, should I like, okay. <laughs> so what I do, I keep it as simple as possible. And uh, man, this is, this is unbelievable that I'm going to say this. Um, so what I do is I put brackets, I put like parentheses and I say, oh shit, exclamation point. Oh, sorry. I, I can't say that. It's okay. Well, well, oh man. You're good. We'll beep it out. Okay. We're on a delay. So yeah. You're all good. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, uh, so I'd go, oh, oh poop, exclamation point, play it cool, end of parentheses, like it's an internal monologue. And I'd be, hey, Jessica, what's up? Oh my goodness. That is adorable. Um, so yeah, adorable. Thank you. Yeah. So like you just kind of like the girls love it. It is. It is a very like re like positive response. Yeah. I try to only use it when it, like someone applies because a lot of the girls are like lazy as well when it comes to the apps. It's mm. a lot of like, hey, hey there, come or, on, like, like or on Hinge you like initiate the conversation and they're like, so and so has invited you to chat and it's like okay, so I, now I need two opener lines because I like already commented on something on their profile or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, but it just felt like it was getting a little overwhelming. But at the same time, like I am connecting and meeting with some cool people. Some dates are better than others. And um, I'm just always open to the possibility of like what can happen. Like I've met some really amazing people that I still stay in contact with who I've yeah. met through dating apps that is just like, this has become a friendship or they work in a field that has helped me or vice versa and just that kind of connection point. You know, it's so funny. Last time I was on Bumble, I was only on Bumble for like three days before uh -huh. I met Jonathan. Okay. And no, I think I met Jonathan like the, um, like the first few hours that I was on Bumble mm -hmm. and I just kept my Bumble going for like three days. And one of the guys that I matched with and was talking to, he ended up being friends with one of the executives here. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I was just like chilling at my mom's house one night and uh -huh. this guy starts FaceTiming me and I'm like, why is he FaceTiming me out of the blue? Like I'm the not executive. The, the executives, well, the, the, the dude that the bumble dude. Okay. He starts FaceTiming me. Uh -huh. I'm like, this is weird. And I'm like, I'm not answering this. I was literally in like t-shirt and panties, uh -huh. like no makeup, <laughs> like just hanging out. And then the executive here texts me. He goes, answer so-and-so's call. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I FaceTime them back uh -huh. and I found out that they are friends. So it was hilarious. I'm sitting there with the exec and yeah. the, the bubble match. <laughs> Never went out with the bumble, the, that bumble right. match because it, it I, usually I have doesn't a, work out at that point yeah, when, when it's that too close of a connection. I just thought that was hilarious. Just, you know, speaking to, you never know who you're going to meet right? And, and what type of dynamic you're going to have. And so that, that's something that, that we talk about is, um, kind of like having a digital first impression before potentially like a, in real life first impression. So sometimes like, especially cause we're up in Boulder and Boulder so small is that like, you can be out and be like, Oh, I've like matched with that person. Like yeah. there's like preconceived notions as opposed to if you are first time seeing someone, you're like, Oh, she's cute or he's, you know, and, but they've already seen you on the dating apps or something along those lines there. I feel like I'm less inclined to go up and say something or do something along those lines as opposed to like, I've never seen this person before in my life. They're super cute. Like I have to go say something at that point. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Um, one of the highlights of going out with you last time uh -huh. was sitting there with your group with Alex and, and Angela. And I did a little, um, Oh, rapid fire questions <laughs> with you guys. And I was like, who has the best dating life? Uh -huh. And you're like, hand well, up. Well, who, I, who got laid last? <laughs> Jordan's hand goes up, uh, but that <laughs> it didn't, uh, it wasn't right actually. So it was, like, it was Alex, Alex, right? Alex beat me for both. The more that we like thought about it and talked about it, but, 
Um, I'm just maybe a little more open and talkative about it than Alex is, but when it like you really break it down, not to you know throw him under the bus or anything, but he's a great guy. <laughs> he is a great guy, and he's a he's a gentleman too. And I think he's hundred percent. He's he's I think a maybe just. Uh, he's discerning and maybe just a little shy. He probably doesn't want to come out and be, you know, he's just, he, cause he is such a gentleman and mm-hmm. he is a great guy. So he's not going to be like, yeah, I just, you know, hit that last yeah, week. No. And- yeah, yeah. Like there's, there's times of just like, you know, chatting about it amongst two people without a microphone in front of you. And then <laughs> yeah. there's like meeting people for the first time and like kind of telling stories like that or, or any, you know, like, we all have those stories or the majority of us do. So it's not as like faux pas as it used to be and just like yeah. the comfort around it. And, um, but yeah, I, I guess we're all just like trying to be respectful and, and seeing what's up. But yeah, that was fun, yeah. you know, playing those games. It, w- it was fun. And I appreciate you guys having fun with me and, and being open and stuff. And, For sure. Uh, it was, it was cool talking to you guys and, and, you know, hearing the, the the good bad and the ugly of the dating worlds and uh so what are you experiencing as far as the good bad and the ugly is it um is what is your dating life like is it is it easy is it fun is it uh, what what is it like i wouldn't say it's easy i think like i to acquire a first date or to meet up like via an app is somewhat easy but like i said it's formulaic and i've been on on and off apps for a handful of years, you know, like going in and out of relationships or like dating someone for a bit or, or not. Um, and so like having that initial meetup is, is easy to like coordinate, but like to establish a relationship or to do something via the apps, I've actually, I've never had someone that I consider a girlfriend or an ex-girlfriend come from the apps. I've, okay. I've dated people for a few months, few weeks here and there through the apps, but nothing has ever really stuck. Um, so I think that's also where, um, my mindset was when I like hid myself this morning of just like, Hey, so there's a couple of people that I'm interested in that. Like, also I'm trying to be intentional with my dating now and more so than just like, let's see how many dates I can get. And mm-hmm. like, because acquiring that is fine, but it's also like I'm running around and nothing's sticking because it's all kind of blending together. I was like, did I talk about like this movie with this person or was it with this other person? And yep. like, I'm also at the point where, uh, I'm not saving numbers really, or do, until there's something there with that. Cause like, you know, I'm not going to follow you back on Instagram if we haven't met yet. And some people think I'm catfishing cause I have a decent social media following. So when they, we like match and then connect and they'll follow me, but I won't follow back. Then they won't want to meet up because they think I'm not who I say I am because like, I don't know what you're like, what if you bail on the date or the date isn't great? And then like, it's just, uh, yeah. When you're a public figure, you know, you don't, you want to be careful and discerning about who you're following because everybody looks like it's funny when I posted Jonathan for the first time, uh I didn't tag him or anything Okay, and people went through who I follow and found him and uh-huh. were remarking on him like, oh, this is who he is and this is what he does. I'm like, wow. okay. I was but- I was actually expecting you to say like you lost about like 200 followers. I did. Or something. Okay. <laughs> I did <laughs> that, that too. That too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was so funny. It was like all of a sudden, like, you know, before I'd post a picture and guys would be like, ooh, you know, you're looking so hot today. And then uh-huh. now it's... it's- <laughs> It's quiet, <laughs> which is great. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. So, um, I love that you're being more intentional with your dating, mm-hmm. and that's that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, what what is like a focus for you right now with this intentionality? Mm-hmm. Uh, to to find like connection and find something so like I'm I'm not gonna sit here and be like I am looking for my wife. This like are you wife material? Like it's more of, so I listened to this podcast. Uh, do you know the Dak Shepard podcast, the armchair expert? I, I have not listened to it, but I've heard of it. Okay. So and he's, he's great. He's great. And so in that umbrella, they had, um, a one-off series called Monica and Jess love boys. And so it is a 32, his assistant and producer, who's a 32 year old Indian girl who has never had a boyfriend in her life. And then there is his, one of his close friends from his like comedy troupe, who's a 42 year old gay guy who has sex eight to 10 times a week. So a big difference on that. And they bring in experts and, or like, uh, doctors and psychologists and dating as experts and all that kind of stuff. And so one of the the people that they brought in, because I was re-listening to it, like just randomly, um, 
on my drive back to Colorado is that one of the doctors and experts said that there are short-term relationship people and long-term relationship people. And so the, the, the STR people is how he referred to it is like, they thrive in like three month windows, six month windows where like they just go through relationships that way. And it just like doesn't really sustain itself like past that. But if you look at that as successful relationships, that's okay too. And then the long-term relationship people just kind of understand how to like go through those ebbs and flows and are just like short-term relationship people that have just continued on over like, you know, quarterly or however it goes. And so that has been a, a sticking point in my head because I do feel, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that feel that same way that like in a relationship come six months, eight months, there's like a, you know, poop or get off the pot type of like mentality. Yeah. Um, and there brings like this pressure of like, what are we? And, you know, Where I've been, are we going? I've been so bad in the past and past relationships, even with girls that ended up being my girlfriend, like never having the conversation of like, what's happening here? Are we exclusive? Are you my girlfriend or, you know, am I your boyfriend? And like, we would just go to a social event and I'm like, Hey, this is my girlfriend. And it's like, you know, like could be news to her. And so like focusing on being able to be like fully communicative, clarity, trust, like all of those things that just allow you to go about your day and feel good about that. And so whatever that means one side or the other, but really like finding that connection. Like I want to be, I want to be excited about that person and I want them to be excited about me and whether or not it's just like, Hey, we're just exclusive. We don't like the titles or Hey, you're my boyfriend and girlfriend, but like it's a summer thing or like, let's just kind of see where this goes. Like to not put so much expectations on it, but just be like, I'm working on myself. I'm looking for someone to potentially bring that in. I'm comfortable and happy with where I am. Yes. Do I need to work on myself? Great. But also like I'm ready to, to be compatible and, and, and adjust with, with other people. I love that. I love that so much. And I would imagine you are very present in those situations too. It's like, mm-hmm. if it's a, if it's a three date run that you have with someone that you're very present and you're with them mm-hmm. and you're enjoying and having a good time. I like, I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear more. Okay. Uh, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we are going to play my favorite game. Great. Best love date, games. worst date. Okay, perfect. <laughs> we'll be right back. Friends, we've been up, not up next. Don't rush, slow touch, run away. Like a go country. Take your shots in here. You want one? It's the game of love with Jessica Smith. Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm Jessica Smith. This is the Game of Love of Mile High Sports. I have Jordan Kahana here with me. Jordan, thank you so much for being here and talking about your love life. <sighs> Can't wait to dive in because we are going to play best date, worst date. So what are you going to give us, a best date or worst date story? Um, unfortunately, a worst date kind of comes into mind okay, first. Okay. Um, we can definitely talk uh, about um, some other like positives from it. But um, a, a, a date that I went on recently was uh, she she probably should have gone to therapy over like meeting up with me um, because oh. she... She like had dated this guy for about five or six weeks and then he like ghosted her and her mm-hmm. ego was so bruised that like for about, we hung out for probably like four hours. So it was like amazing how long it ended up like lasting despite like she brought it up kind of at the initial point of like us hanging out where I'm like, okay, I don't all, like, I think it's important to talk about past relationships in your, when you're dating, like kind of limit it on the first date more so than anything. It's like, let's catch a vibe before I like find about past traumas a little bit yeah um but like for the last probably like hour or so of the date she was just like she was just like asking questions or like being like why did this happen like my ego so bruised and like we did this like here's here's the last text messages that was sent and like i was just like kind of pushing back and like i'm very receptive to therapy or breaking things down or talking about it so i was just like kind of there but a little annoyed of being like why am i like putting myself through this but also just like I lost track of time a little bit. Um, and so it, it was, it was definitely like the date ended and it was just kind of like, what did I just go? Th- that was like yeah. so brutal to, to sit Ugh. through and, um, like you should definitely not be going on dates and like putting someone through it. Like, I don't care about this other person, and especially like it was only a five or six week relationship to begin with. Like, you know, so it's not like this is your two year ex that just like ghosted you out of nowhere or, right. you know, something along those lines where, you're very heartbroken, but 
it was it was very a bizarre situation and just kind of ended and was like okay like we got to vet this out a little bit or like i i'm not good at if it's not going well like finding an exit strategy um i just stand up and leave do you like yeah there's just like a you know like finding ways of of just being like okay I gotta go like you know I've got like there have been girls that have left me in the middle of dates where like I was like also hey this wasn't go I actually that is actually a really good bad date story now that I think about it tell us so I was talking to this girl and this was during game five of the NBA finals I think it was with the um, Warriors and the Raptors Um, and so I was like I kind of want to watch this game like I like NBA is my favorite sport. And so like the Warriors are super fun to watch and all that kind of stuff. And so, um, she was like, no, I'm not like, uh, let's go do something instead. And I was like, okay, cool. Once again, I'm not in sports. I can pick and choose. Like the game's going to happen anyways. I'll see the highlights. Like, okay. You know, the outcome's no different either way. And so I was like, Hey, what if we like go to the driving range and bring some snacks, you bring some wine, like, you know, and she's like, Oh great. I have my clubs. Like that sounds so fun. All this kind of stuff. And so I was like, okay, great. I'll grab the snacks. You bring the, the, you know, the booze and, and we'll meet up. And so we get there and she's like, sorry. Uh, she shows up probably like 10 or 15 minutes late. And she's like, sorry, like I, I, I didn't grab the booze. And I was just like, okay. I brought like, you know, 25, $30 worth of snacks as well. Like I had a bunch like of a Raymond is like, Hey, let's have fun with this. Like, yeah. cool. Um, and um, she didn't have clubs either. She was like, oh, that was a joke. And I was like, at no point in time was there like sarcasm. Like, what are you talking about that you... Like, s- this was a legit plan. Yeah. And, and and so then like we were going back and forth of like, she's like, I'm like, okay, you can use my clubs. And so she was like hitting. And so I was, when she was hitting, I like took a moment to just like check in on the score of this game. And um, she was like, oh, what are you checking out? I'm like, the score of the game. And she's like, oh, I, I would have wanted to watch that. And I, I was just like, I initially said we should just go to a bar and watch this game. And, and so then about 20 minutes later, she, um, she was like on her phone a lot and was like, sorry, my boss is like being weird. And like, I'm a nanny and dealing with this. And, and so like, she was like, Hey, so something came up. I have to go like grab something, run this errand for them last minute and and go. And and she's like, is that okay? And I'm just like, Pete, like get out of it. Like, yeah, like I don't care that much. Like, but I mean, all respect to her that she wasn't feeling it as well to just like leave and and get an out for herself. Mm -hmm. But like for me, I I would almost just like kind of like at least stick it through with the balls and be like, this is brutal, but I'm going to get through it or or whatnot. Uh, Yeah, that, that is rough. And you know, previous to, um, my amazing relationship and when I was out dating and everything and there's times that I would be on dates and I'm like oh no I I definitely could feel it early on Mm -hmm. and then I would I would plan my exit like I would start to lay the groundwork and be like um I'm actually gonna meet up with some girlfriends so um I I just have time for this one drink Uh (laughs) or you know like I can't do a full-on dinner how about we have an app Mm -hmm. and uh so that's a rule for me for for a first date is is no meals no no dinner um for for a variety of reasons um I think a it's very stiff um and also like eating is not the most attractive thing in the world but also a lot of times like you see or 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 I've heard girls just be like I just want a free meal tonight so let me go out and look look cute and like and listen I I, that's it's I don't want to put like a negative stigma that like that's all girls or things like that but like there is an element of people especially when you're just meeting via the apps as opposed to like a genuine connection of finding someone like at a bar or a party or wherever where you at least like have a vibe check beforehand but like if you're meeting off an app, I think doing something that's just like, Hey, let's keep this to like 30 minutes to an hour and a half of just like, can we hang out in person for a minute? Like, does that even work? Then let's expand on that. And, and that way there's no, like, are we splitting this? Okay. Now I have to like drop a hundred plus dollars for someone that I didn't vibe with. So now I'm annoyed. Like, Like, yeah. So that's, that's one of my dating like rules, I guess. One of my one of my rules is first day it's coffee or cocktails. Mm-hmm. Just nice and nice and simple. Yeah. And you know, I want to, I want to speak to that women wanting free meals. Uh-huh. It's a thing. Okay. Thank you. It is a thing. And I hear it from both sides. I will hear women say, 
I'm going to get a free dinner tonight. And I'm uh-huh. like, I'm sorry, what? And then I, I will also have guys, or I've had guys that are, they've asked me out and they're like, well, just come out. I mean, at least you'll get a free meal. I'm like, free meal, sir. <laughs> like I have a full fledged Amex card uh-huh. that has a disgusting high bill every month. <laughs> I can buy dinner myself, <laughs> sure. sir. Thank you. <laughs> But it's a thing. And mm-hmm. anyway, let's go back like to dating protocol. Okay. Do you have, do you have dating protocols that you, you tend to stick to or, or do you have, do you have struggles in your dating life that you want to be out with and, and share with us? Everyone has dating struggles. There's like no one in their right mind can sit here and say that they've like, it, you know, there are certain moments where like there aren't enough days in the week where like people are interested in going on a day with me. And then there's like, ah, uh, there's weeks where it's like, I cannot catch a match. Like I'm getting ghosted, like whatever it is. And, or just like, you know, uh, we, we can get into like astrology on that kind of stuff or what, what we, no, we don't need to do that. But like, you know, did you so, see the twinkle in my eye? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I knew it. Cause we were You're talking like, about nope. it. Yeah. It's like, listen, I don't know enough about it. Um, I think there is energies around that, but like, that is not what, so there, there's always like struggles or different protocols that, that kind of come into it. But, um, I, I was mentioning this. So, so there's one question that if I'm like vibing with someone, um, I always ask them and this is how, ha- this is like through, like years of doing this. And it's almost like, I also ask like friends and people that I'm just connecting out at a bar. It's like a great way of, of interacting. And so, um, how I usually set it up and, and what I'm doing to like, kind of, this is like a huge gauge for me in terms of it. So, um, we're talking about anything. And then I finally, I'm like, okay, like I need to ask you something kind of serious, like a little personal. And I, I want you to answer this question as well. And we can like break it down after is, so I want to ask you something serious and I'm sorry to, to do that. What are your three favorite fruits? Oh, three favorite fruits. Coconut. That's your number one? Yeah. Okay. Mango. Is that a fruit? Is coconut a fruit? It is a fruit. Yes. I'm just happy she didn't say avocado because that always pisses me off when people do that. Coconut, mango. But they're so difficult to eat. Like how are... Like I uh, listen, coconut water is amazing. I agree, yes. but how are you eating the meat of the coconut? Where are you getting that? Well, I mean, you, I have to go to the store. I gotta pick the right coconuts. It is a process. What? And Th- there's it, coconuts in Colorado stores for fruit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell me can. about this process first of all of you eating this coconut meat. Well, I have to pick out the right coconut. Like uh-huh. there's there's a. How do you do that? Um, I don't know those those rules on that. Well. It has to have plenty of water in it, so you have to shake them. Okay. And then you got to make sure that they they look healthy. You know, there can't be any, you know. Bruising or bru- anything yeah. like that. Okay. And then I have to go home. You poke a hole. There's a certain hole because there's three holes. Okay. <laughs> there's a certain hole. That sounds hole. like dating also. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you pry into this one hole. You extract all the water out of it. Okay. And then you have to crush it. So you either hit it with a hammer or okay. something. So it is and a process. And then you're like scooping with, and, okay. Yeah. And then you have to Are you like it refrigerating out. it beforehand too? Like I'm sure um, like. You, yeah, you can. Or you okay. could just leave it on the counter. Okay. Um, so, it, It's my favorite, but uh-huh. I don't. I don't go through that process all the time. For sure. And and when we're talking about this, this is like peak performance fruit. So I know that there's like bad apples, no no pun intended, but serious. So like when thinking about these fruits, like we're talking their, their peak performance. Yes. Okay. So mango was your number two? Mango number two, banana number three. Nice. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. What are yours? Uh, banana is my number one. Okay. Uh, it, it's weird because like I'm never like I'm craving a banana, but it makes my smoothies exponentially better. Agreed. Um, it's scientifically proven to make you happier when you eat a banana a day. Love that. And just like all the other health benefits and all that kind of stuff. It's just really great. That's why we're so happy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I had a banana on my way down here. Um, uh, I'll say um, blueberries. I'm starting to put those in like my yogurt and all that. Uh, really was anti-blueberries for a very long time. Um, especially like baked in things, but now I've, I've shifted and I'll say, um, pineapple is my third. Ooh, yeah. That would be my fourth. We're, we're, we're it's a strict three fruit. You know, po- I mean, listen, I'm these are, pushing. these are rules and I'm telling you how this goes and how to push back when, when ha- asking this question. Um, and so, okay. So, so that's that. Okay. Your answer, those three mean nothing and more times than not i do not remember what you said and like i mean now i know coconut because we really hammered that home and so now we have a connection point on on coconuts however like at the end of the day you're immediately defensive towards coconuts of you're like this is why they're so awesome and your immediate reaction of like 
ooh, that's good. Ooh, I love fruit. Let me think. And like, and, and so I'm always challenging of being like, are we listing this one through three? Is that your number one? How are like, you know, certain things are just kind of pushing back. And at the end of the day, like you're defensive and you're going to stand up for your list and your fruits. But we're talking about fruit. We're talking about fruit. And that's all, but like we're not talking about politics or religion right, or but, anything and, like and that. And so then you can just expand on that because like there is nothing worse or like deadening of a, a like a date or something where it's like so what else what are we talking like what kind of food do you like and it's like I like I love eat there's so much food that I like eating about but like now I know this and and so your reaction your excitement around it is telling me personality characteristics of you just being like ooh that's such a good qu-. no one gets asked that question and then like I vary into talking a lot about food but never am I like what are your favorite foods or things along those lines it's like crunchy or creamy peanut butter creamy really yeah Okay. Oh, and like, also like the what, look of disgust on your face. I'm a, I'm a very crunchy guy. Like I, <laughs> I haven't really found a brand where I'm like creamy is the way for me to go. So like, that's what comes up. And then it's like, did you grow up eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or do you make that? And oh, so what jelly do you use for that? Uh, I grew up with grape jelly. Same. Love okay. that. Yeah. Right. yeah. That, that's the way to do that. Um, and then like, it's just like variancing of being specific and finding out certain stuff without being so broad, but there's personality. And also like you take, you're taking pride in creamy peanut butter over me pushing back on, on crunchy and the and, look of disgust on your face. Right, and you're calling that out and you're now being like owning up to that. But also we have now talking points of like, you're going to, next time you're in the store, send me a photo of being like, here I'm grabbing creamy. And I'm like, that's disgusting. And like, but there's banter and there's back and forth and there's like energy happening around stuff that has no like core that like it's but there's personality that's pouring out between the two of us that's right it's pouring out <laughs> creamy like the peanut butter <laughs> i love <laughs> all right jordan we got to take a little break okay. you guys don't go anywhere we'll be right back <laughs> It's the Game of Love with Jessica Smith. And I'm Jessica Smith. Aww, this is Zach Heckendorf. Aww, Zach. I want to send a shout out to him. Uh, Zach Heckendorf, he was on this show. He's a friend of Mile High Sports Radio and a friend of mine. He's actually going to be live at... Uh, the Soiled Dove next Friday night. So Danny, we're going to have to like hurry up the show because I have tickets. I'm going to that show on Friday night. So we're going to have to like do this show quick. If you talk to Nate, you might be able to do six to seven instead of seven to eight if that works for you. Okay, maybe I'll do that so I can go see Zach. And if you guys want to go see Zach, I think there's a couple tickets left. So you can um, go, go go, go follow Zach on Instagram and uh, buy some tickets and you can come say hi to me and my man. You guys can meet my man in person. <laughs> well, the man of the hour, Jordan Kahana, thanks for being here. It's been great. Um, we were like deep in in conversation. Like we almost missed <laughs> coming back on air because we were mm-hmm. we were deep into talking about fruits, and we were we were talking about that the fruits. It, it doesn't matter. The mm-hmm. fruits do not matter. Mm-hmm. What matters is in how we are conversating, how mm-hmm. we are communicating, how we are treating each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so that was, that was a good, that was a good exercise. I want to share with you one of my questions that's like that. Great, please. So if I'm vibing with someone, mm-hmm. and again, this, this is the question that I could ask anyone. Okay. Um, but you guys can use it too. Mm-hmm. You guys can use our questions on your dates. And then... I mean, I just gave away my like go-to opener line that right. it now is just going to be filtered throughout Colorado. Like I'm... <laughs> good thing I'm off the apps right now for a little bit and I'm going to use it and everyone's like... I'm going to get responses of like, oh, another one of these? Right. <laughs> right. Everybody's using it. Okay. Um, My... Well, let me give you my opener. Okay. And so like we'll both give our... We'll, we'll lay all of our cards out. Okay. So my Bumble opener mm-hmm. was... This is your green light to pursue me. Wow. Or this is your green light to pursue me. Okay. So that's that's what I'll just send to guys. Be like, here you go. Love Come get that. Me. Come get me. That's amazing. Uh, thank you. I like that one. So my question uh-huh. that I, I like to ask is, okay, right now, 
Money's no object. Uh-huh. We go to the airport. Where are we going? Um, number one for me to go is Japan. So I would say that. Um, yeah, because uh, the food I probably crave the most is ramen. And also sushi is amazing and the, the food there. But as well as like culture, um, I love getting to ski. That's why I moved to Colorado also. So like uh, getting to do that. Um, and just like culturally so different, but also like the fashion and the, the history that's there. Um, that's what comes into mind first for me. I love that. I love that. And the reason why I asked that question is Mm -hmm. because I want to find out, you know, what, what they do when they travel Mm -hmm. and what they're attracted to. And it's, it's much like the fruit question. You find out so much about a person. So Mm -hmm. like if I ask someone, uh, that question and they come back and they say, um, like a a resort in Cancun and I want to (laughs) like, I want to drink whiskey sours and, you know, get sunburned Uh and go to the, go to Coco Mungo. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to do that trip. I did that. Like 20 years ago, like I'm good. Not that I'm poo-pooing Cancun. Listen, yeah, I will always go to Cancun, but I'm just saying. When money's not an option and that's like your default thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, if, if we went to the airport right now, mm-hmm. I would love for us to go to Africa and do a safari and go to that, go stay at that one hotel that you the eat breakfast. How'd you know? <laughs> Come on. How'd you know? <laughs> yes, the giraffe hotel. Uh-huh. And I, I want to do this with you. And I want to wake up in the Serengeti and I want to see the sunrise with you and drink, you know, this piping hot coffee while men with machine guns and rifles stand around us to protect <laughs> us from the lions. You know, like I want to hear that. Or if a guy's like, hey, I want to go hella skiing and, you know, in Sick. the Alps yeah. or something, like I'm not a big skier. Uh huh people just are going to unfollow me now because I just said that in Colorado. I'm not a big skier. Like big it's beautiful. Bo- big border though. Oh uh, yeah. Like love snow watching, uh-huh. love, love building a snowman. Yeah. Anyway. So if a guy says that I'm like, okay, okay cool. Like that I I'm learning that I love, like I dig his adventure side mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, I'm probably just going to like, I'll be in the chalet, you know, like ready for you. And but, like but you're okay with that though. Right? I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm not going to jump out of the helicopter, right? but I will be in like some cute lingerie wrapped uh-huh. in a fur with a bottle of champagne for when he comes back. Right. Yeah. And That's there's, my there's negotiating a, right. point. <laughs> <laughs> as long as the cabin's really nice, you know, you right. can work it out. That's right. Yeah. So that's that's my favorite question because, you know, you just learn so much. And again, it goes back mm-hmm. to your fruit question. It doesn't really matter what they say, but you're just data collecting. It, it, it's the details. And I, I think being able to one thing that we were talking about during the break is like my big thing when it comes to the fruit question, once again, is not the answers, but my, I will consistently push back. And ask for more details, more like, tell me more about that. Are we listing it one through three? Me asking you, how are you eating this coconut or doing it like, and the same way. And another question that I ask is, so I, uh, pillows is really important for me for sleeping. And so I'm very intrigued of like, how many pillows do you sleep with? Oh, I sleep with two pillows. Okay. I sleep one on my head because I lay on my, usually my left side. Okay. And I sleep with one between my legs such a necessary pillow um and do you have to be on the like do you have a side of the bed i do have a side of the bed but i can i can move around but i'm just like uh-huh well, your left side facing out yeah. uh, okay yeah mm-hmm. yep no that's that's really good yeah, yeah so i pass the pillow test no for sure like uh, like but you'd be amazed how like like that's a bit easier than the fruit one because it also do, i don't lead into it with like hey let's talk about something really serious Very like serious. where you're like they're drawn in yep. um but it is like in the Rolodex of questions that I'm trying to find out that are, that are a little bit more specific and more detail based because like I went on a date with a girl the other night and she's like, I sleep with one pillow and the thinner, the better. And I'm like, that sounds like the word, like, and she's like, you know, if, if it doesn't meet my standards, I'll go no pillows. And I'm just like, Whoa. like my, like, you know, but like we're, you know, she's being very defensive, like not defensive, but like supportive of her side and explaining and I'm pushing and I'm not like upset about it, but like, it's more just like laughing. And I'm like, 
you need to tell me more about this. Explain, like, you know, my mom's a, a school teacher forever. And so, like, she's always asking for details and more questions. It's like, hey, what'd you have for dinner tonight? And you're like, a hamburger. And it's like, no, no. The bun was a sesame seed bun. And it was, like, with tomatoes that were so juicy and the the a juice spilled out from the, like, mm. I'm just pulling for more just, like, personality and more just communication of, like, let's get connection points and not talk about anything that's, like, all that serious. Yet you're very serious too, which is interesting because it's like, you, you, well, maybe not serious, serious and passionate. I would say you're a very passionate guy. What is your mm -hmm. sign? I'm a Pisces. Oh, a Pisces. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that explains a lot. Mm -hmm. When is your birthday? March 13th. March 13th. Yeah. Nice. So there's intrigue with that too that also gets brought up. Uh, so I was born on Friday the 13th. I was going to say that. And my first, middle, and last name all have six letters. Oh. So like, that's cool. yeah. But like the Friday the 13th thing and, and all that. Uh, I, I I won't go down this rabbit <laughs> hole, but there there's actually... Um, Anyway, that day, mm -hmm. spiritually speaking, is actually a really beautiful day. It's mm -hmm. not this haunted, you know, like terrible date. It's it's actually really beautiful. So I want to ask you a question as someone who, and and hopefully we have a little time. I know we're we're cut, Wait, running. I, a, can we just talk all night? We're just Danny? running up on on the clock a little bit. We have to take at least one more commercial, but other if you want to keep talking, we can keep talking. Okay. <laughs> so um, as someone who is in a very quick and hot and heavy relationship, um, do you think that the like was the spark there right away, or do you think that a spark can happen over time? Ooh, that's a good question. As soon as you asked it, uh -huh. like I started like getting <laughs> hot. I was like, Ooh. Um, when I first met Jonathan, uh -huh. uh, I even said this to, to Alex when he was on, um, I was at a bar ordering a drink and I turned cause I could feel his presence behind me wow. and I turned and he's a big dude. You saw yes, him yep. and the light was shining behind him <laughs> and his freaking gorgeous hair. Yeah. I mean, he looks like people say he looks like Aquaman uh -huh. and I call him sexy Jesus. Nice. Um, but he's, and when I saw him, it was like, Oh dear God. Like it was uh -huh. immediate. Like I, it was like love at first sight. It was all those, it was all those things. So to answer your question, um, can it happen over time? I don't think that spark comes mm -hmm. over time, but I think people can cultivate passion over time. Yeah. There might not, like if you're seeing someone for several, several months and there's mm -hmm. not that initial spark, I don't think one day it's like, boom, it's there. But like one day you can look at that person and be like, oh my God, like, I just realized that I freaking love you mm -hmm. and you are amazing. So I, I think it can be, um, you know, cultivated. Yeah. It's harder to have that patience though, when you don't feel that from the jump, yes. like to, you know, go out with someone and be like, they're super pretty or like, you know, we're, we're kind of getting there. Like, do I want to see like, you know, and seeing them again and then being like, okay, we're still in this like middle, like I can see this going somewhere, but like, I'm not feeling this like I have to do this. This just feels like, hey, it's a Thursday night. Like, yeah, I, 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 I want to get time. out of the house. Like, right. you're attractive. Like, I want some nachos. Right. Do you want some nachos? And, and so I guess that's what I'm trying to, to figure out. And, and I do I do think so that, like, the spark happens kind of almost initially, but then you, like, build on that passion that comes from that where it's like – because the spark is just very, like – visual and lusty as opposed to where the passion comes from. I agree. I love that. Okay. So I have an idea. Okay. How about you come back? Perfect. Bring Alex. Perfect. And we'll have a little round table. I love that. Okay. We're going to make this happen because uh, we got to go, but I'm like, I'm so bummed right now because I feel so like fun. we could talk for hours. <laughs> for sure. We could talk for hours. Mm -hmm. So let's talk for hours. Please. Um, how can people find you? Uh, across social media, I'm Jordan Kahana uh, on uh, oh, yeah, uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube, Facebook, if you use it, Twitter. and You're everywhere. Yeah, trying. Nice. <laughs> uh, Jordan, thank you so much for being on the show. It was such a pleasure having you. You are wonderful. I love thank talking you. to you. This is a blast. Uh, thank you. Uh, I can't wait to have you back. Me too. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, Danny, thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who's listening. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. I'm sending you my love. Go get your tickets to Zach Heckendorf next week and come say hi to me. Um, you guys have a great weekend. And until next time, 
Get out there and love each other. I'm gonna climb